Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I am your host, Maria Casillas, coming at you today, Wednesday, Wednesday, December 12th. 1212, everybody. Uh, and, and I don't know if you know this, but I read somewhere, and if you read it on the internet, it must be true, right? Um, that uh, 1212 at 1212 a.m. was the full moon, the peak of the full moon. So again, I don't know if that's true, but I can tell you that whether it was at 1212 a.m. or 1210 or, I don't know, five in the morning, it doesn't really matter. I can tell you that the full moon definitely seems to have some sort of effect on on me, on my children, on, I don't know, the drivers out there. I mean, things get just crazy around full, full moon times and whatever. I digressed. It uh, has nothing to do with money, just has everything to do with life right now. So um, I wanted to talk with you a little bit of today about holiday shopping. And although I know we are coming up on Christmas, I know that there are many other holidays out there as well, and I don't want you to think that I'm just talking about Christmas. Now, I am a Christian, and I celebrate Christmas in our family, uh, but I want to actually share with you some tips that you can use for any holiday or celebration. So, for example, anniversaries, birthdays, etc., okay? It seems these days that when it comes to gift giving, there is a bit of an obligatory, I don't know, something to attach to it. There's some obligation there. And if we feel obligated to give and then we don't give, then we have guilt that is attached to that. There's also the other side of things where, you know, you you give because you feel obligated and or because you want to, but if you don't have a plan and you then overgive, overextend yourself, then you end up with regret. And in many cases, if you're not really planned in terms of how you're spending your money or um, if you don't really know what you're, what you're wanting to do, you just kind of go out, spend this and buy this, and you don't have any semblance of a plan, you usually end up with debt. And so what I would like to do today is just give you a few tips on how to try to get through whether it's this holiday season or any of them coming up in your near future through those holiday seasons without guilt, without regret, and without debt. Do you think we can handle that? Think we, think we can accomplish that today? I don't know. It could be a tall order, but we're going to give it a try and just see how much that we can take care of. I know that uh, Christmas itself is actually just about, oh, just a little over two weeks away. And so if you are already in the thick of things, chances are whatever you've started is kind of how it's going to end up for you this year. But I want you to know that even if, even if you end this year, this holiday season with a little bit of regret, a little bit of guilt and or a little bit of debt, that's okay. Because I am all about not getting it right all the time. I mean, God knows I'm not all about getting it right all the time. But instead, I'm about getting it going. And once you've gotten something going, at least if you got it wrong, or a little bit wrong, that you just are willing to take a step back and go, hmm, what can I learn from that? What 
what can I do differently next time to make it just a little bit better next time? And maybe by, you know, year five or six or seven of this whole trial thing, maybe that'll be the year that you have a completely debt-free, completely guilt-free, and completely regret-free holiday season. I don't think it's going to take you seven years, though. I really think that whatever I teach you today, if it doesn't work for you right now because this holiday season is upon us, then I really do think that you could probably take all of these tips and have all of those things, the debt-free, guilt-free, and um, regret-free holiday season for next year because it really is just about a little bit of planning. Now, before I give you some of these tips, I do want to let you know that I have created a special little um, holiday spending plan. It's a PDF. It's beautiful. It's it's not just a list, and there's a, a wonderful way to work through it. Uh, it actually uses mind maps rather than just lists, and it just helps you really be more mindful about how you want to gift and who to whom you want to gift, how much you want to spend, that kind of thing. So if you would like a free copy of that, I am offering a free copy to my listeners. All you need to do is send me an email, and that address is maria at cashinonchange.com. Again, that's maria at cashinonchange.com. In the subject line, just say free PDF and I will know exactly what you're talking about. Actually, scratch that. I have a few other PDFs out there. So don't just say free PDFs. Um, Please just say holiday budget planner and I'll make sure that I send that to you as a PDF attachment to your email. So, uh, And I know that people listen to this on the day that I release it and then you know they go back and listen to it at any time. So I do want you to know that if you... If you hear this and it's not the holiday season, don't feel like you can't ask for this because like I said earlier, even though it looks kind of Christmassy, if you will, this planner is actually something that is useful for any occasion that you would like to plan for. So let's jump into a couple of these tips. Tip number one, and I am just flying by the seat of my pants, you guys, so I don't have any of this written down. I just, I have it in my head. Um, So it might not be in any sort of semblance of an order. I apologize for that. Step one, make a list of the people that you would like to make purchases for, whether it's just through this holiday season, or if you want, you can actually kind of create a list for people that you'd like to make purchases for throughout the year. Now, that might mean that Let's say you have 10 siblings and you don't buy birthday presents for all of them, but you do buy Christmas presents for all of them, or that you live super close to one and you have a very close relationship with that person, but you live very far from the others and you do not have close relationship with them, or you just live far from them and you don't feel the need to exchange gifts every time. So you can make a list of people that you want to buy gifts for. Now I use the word want on purpose. Remember, we want to have a guilt-free, regret-free, debt-free holiday season. So why would you spend all of your, why would you overspend on people that you don't even want to buy for? Because of obligation? That doesn't make any sense. So let's start with the people. No, no, maybe, there, maybe, just maybe, there's somebody who you're like, oh, but it's the right thing to do to buy for this person. Okay, we'll put them on a second list, I promise. Let's start the list with people that you want to buy for. Now, that could mean a family member. It could mean a, a coworker. It could mean somebody at the local homeless shelter. It doesn't mean the people that are necessarily closest to you. If you want to spend your holiday earnings, not earnings, excuse me, your holiday spending 
on somebody who is in deep need of what you have to offer, that's awesome. I mean, you guys know that I'm all about making an impact. And if that's how you want to make your impact, then, then that person belongs on that first list. It doesn't matter if you know who they are. Okay. So the first list is the list of people who you want to give to. Once that list is made, I want you to put a number to that person. Now by number, I just mean a budgeted amount. Okay, now you guys know I don't do budgets anymore. I do more of like monthly momentum spending plans and that kind of stuff. But when it comes to something that is like this, that's in my mind, this is exactly what a budget is for. A budget is for something that is a one-time deal, not something that goes in and out every single month. So this is going to be, this is what you have budgeted for this particular circumstance, this particular occasion. And so this number this makes sense to throw a number on here, okay? So let's say that you've got some children and you've got a spouse. Um, you've got some parents that you want to buy for and some friends and some coworkers. And those numbers are going to vary. I don't want you to say, well, I've got $1,000 for Christmas and so I'm going to just divide that by 10 people. So that's 100 bucks a person. That's not quite how you should do this. I mean, you can if you want, but... I think that if you really want to be mindful about what you give and to whom you give and how much you give, you can really just start assigning different numbers towards different things. So, you know, what you want to give to a parent might be a little bit higher or what you're able and, and willing to give to a parent might be a little bit higher than what you're able and willing to give to a coworker. Okay. So just, that's just something to keep in mind. So let's just say, that you want to give $100 to some and only $10 to others. That's okay. Put that number in there. And here's the thing, you guys. It doesn't really matter how much you spend. It's really about the thought that goes into the gift giving. If you give a $100 gift card or a $10 scrapbook that took you 15 hours to create that person who received that scrapbook might actually appreciate that more than the person who received a $100 gift card. So I do not want you to get wrapped up in the actual amount and have that be the thing that actually determines the value of the gift that you plan to give. Okay, so I don't know if I said that that was step number two, but that's step number two. So step number one was to make the list of the people you want to give to. Step number two was to assign a dollar amount. Step number three is just to add all of that up and just kind of see where you stand. Is this is this a budget amount that you can live with? Uh, you know, if if you were hoping to spend $1,000 at Christmas, but this amount comes to $3,000, eh, we might have some scaling back to do, right? <laughs> um, might have to go buy some scrapbooking stuff and start doing some of those $10 scrapbooks. Um, but no, in all seriousness, you just, you want to see how does it make you feel? Because if you are feeling really, really yucky about the amount that's there, you're not going to be excited and, and want to go out and actually give, it's going to not be that whole guilt-free, regret-free thing. So I want to make sure that you're feeling good about the amount that's there. Um, if, if the amount comes in way under what you were thinking, then it buys you a little bit of flexibility. But just remember, you don't have to reach that $1,000 number. And I'm just using $1,000 because it's an easy number to use. Um, but if you had said, I'm going to use it, I'm going to spend $1,000 or I'm willing to spend $1,000 and your stuff came in, your list comes in at $750, you don't have to say, hmm, now where can I spend the extra 250 You could if you want to give that to somebody, you know, give it to a charity or something like that. 
Um, you could do that if you wanted to, but I just don't want you to feel like, you know, you have to meet a certain expected amount. Okay. So that's, that's that we're trying to get rid of that whole obligatory giving thing. Now, if you, if we were about, you know, three, I don't know, five months away from the the big holiday season right now, I would say that the next step for you is to figure out how many more paychecks do you have divide that total number, let's in this case $1,000, by the number of paychecks that you have. And then during each paycheck, you just put aside a little bit amount so that you have enough to save up for the upcoming holiday season. As you know, today is December 12th. If we're talking about Christmas itself, we're looking at two weeks. So you don't have very many paychecks between now and then. And if you do have some paychecks coming in, I'm guessing that you can't dedicate all of them to your um, holiday list. Now, yesterday I talked a little bit about a bonus, like what happens if you run into unexpected money, like a bonus or something. Now, in this case, if you run into a bonus and you've already put a bunch of Christmas stuff onto a credit card that you don't have any real uh, means of paying off, I would say that bonus would be a really good opportunity to pay some of this down so that you don't end up in January going, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we ever going to pay any of this off? Because that's where that whole stress-free comes in. Um, I don't want you to regret that and be stressed out about it. So uh, anyway, that that's bringing yesterday's into today. But we don't have... If you don't have that bonus coming and you have put a bunch of money on a credit card or you've spent money that you were going to use elsewhere and you really just find yourself needing to find a way to pay it back, pay yourself back, then I would say let's do this instead. We're going to kind of do that putting money aside ahead of time and work backwards. So let's say that you've already done all of that and you would like to pay it off no later than March. You would basically say... <laughs> excuse me, um, how many paychecks do you have between now and the end of March? Divide that $1,000 by that number of paychecks and then slowly put money aside specifically towards those credit card bills, etc. so that you can then say, I have completely paid off my entire uh, holiday spending by the end of March. I know that this is a lot of uh, information and I'm talking fast and you're probably running on a treadmill or driving the car and there's no way you're having a chance to like make notes and write all this stuff down. So it can be confusing. I know that. And I want you to know that if you have a, a situation where you're like, okay, I want what she has. I want the ability. If it's not this year, I want to set myself up well for next year so that I have this guilt-free, regret-free, and debt-free holiday season, I can help you with that. And it won't be as confusing because we're going to be able to see your actual numbers. I'm going to know how you actually get to feel about how you're doing things right now and where it is that you want to go. How do you want to be able to feel about what's going on? Because as much as some of this stuff, is, it's the pragmatic stuff, right? Like this is the stuff that it's the numbers and numbers, they just, they speak to you, but they're, I don't know, they're pretty cut and dry. They're like, here's the actual number. And this is what you, what you see is what you get. But the way that we behave with money is so much more than numbers. It just is. It's all about psychology. It's about how we're feeling with stuff. And, you know, the proverbial, oh, how does that make you feel? As much as we make fun of that, 
There is so much value in how something makes you feel. And the reason that there's so much value in that, you guys, is because as I've said in episodes before, how we feel is connected to how we think and that's connected to how we act and that's connected to what happens. So if we want to change our circumstances, we have to start with how we think. And the reason we think the way we do is oftentimes related to how we're feeling about something. So as, as cheesy as that is, it really is important to kind of delve a little bit into how does a certain situation make you feel. And so that's why when I talk about this stuff today, you'll notice that in the title and in the way I speak about things, nine times out of 10, I put it in the order of guilt-free, regret-free, and then debt-free. Because Anybody can have a debt-free Christmas, but that doesn't mean that you didn't overspend, right? I mean, you still might have regrets and guilt about that because you still bought for people who you didn't want to buy for, or you felt obligated to buy your kid the newest iPad, and you really didn't need to do that, but because there's this pressure from society to do that, you, you spent more on that kid than you wanted to, even if you spent cash, even if it is debt-free. Are you still feeling good about that? Is it going to make you want to do it again next year? And so that's why I tend to put debt-free at the end of that statement because that's just one very small piece of the puzzle. And if you are going to have a financial plan that you stick to, if you're going to have habits that you are able to maintain, then it needs to be something that you actually feel good about. Because who wants, to, who wants to feel crappy all the time? That's, not, that's no fun. So that's the reasoning behind all of that. This has been a lot longer than most of my episodes. And it might be because I was all over the place. And for that, I apologize. But again, if this is something that you need help with, let's do it together. Get on my calendar. I still have a few available spots for this month. I know we're only two and a half weeks away from the end of the year. But I do have a few available spots. And I would love for you to fill that spot. All you have to do is send me a message. You know what? I'm just going to throw this out there. Send me a text message. Here's my personal number. That way, if you don't want to get on email, you don't have to get on email. Just send me a text message. My number is 815-979-3659. And only only text me if you actually want to get on my calendar, okay? Um, Don't send your reviews to this or anything like that. uh, Don't make me regret putting this out there in the podcast world. Um, No, I do. I trust my listeners. Actually, you guys are amazing. And I really do trust that you will not take advantage of that. But if you want to work together and you don't want to send an email, send me that text message. Again, the number is 815-979-3659. And I will text you personally. And we will get you on that calendar. And we can just have a free 25 minute to 30 minute conversation about you, about how you're feeling right now, about your current situation, how you want to feel about that. And what are some of the steps that we can start to take in order to make that happen? If you want to work together after that, awesome. If not, that's okay too. Consider it a gift from me to you, a gift of my time. And I would be honored to give that to you. And just one last thing, if you haven't left a five-star rating yet, please do that. It takes 20 seconds. Scroll down to the bottom, especially if you're listening on iTunes or the Apple thing, um, really anywhere that you're listening, scroll down to the bottom, click the five stars, and you're done. And I would appreciate that. I'll consider it a holiday gift from you to me. I really uh, love that you guys listen to this, and I look forward to the next time we chat. As always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.